Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great state of Texas. I'm Matt Briscoe. Hope you're having a great day. This is Matt Briscoe, Texas podcast, brought to you by my good friends at Newman and Rodriguez Law Firm in Houston, Texas. Oops, sorry, hitting everything here this morning. Yeah, brought to you by Newman and Rodriguez. They are immigration, criminal defense, civil law. They, they handle a lot of different things over there. So uh, check out their website, www.newmanandrodriguez.com. We're always grateful to, uh, to our sponsors and that they have come on board to, to work with us and make sure that the message of the great state of Texas goes out to the great state of Texas and especially in this very important uh, midterm election year. I am Matt Briscoe. This thing carries my name. I hope you're having a great morning, a great afternoon, great evening, whenever it is you're listening to us. Boy, we've got a lot to unpack here this morning. I mean, a lot, an awful lot to unpack here this morning. Uh, you know, <clears throat> last week I, I read an article. I think it was, was it the Houston Chronicle, Dave? Houston Chronicle. I read it in the Houston Chronicle where the, um, where, where the Secretary of State here in Texas said they added these millions of new voters to the rolls um, in, for this election. And, and I forget the exact number. I don't have it in front of me. But they added just this increasingly insane number of new voters to our, our midterm election. Here is the problem with that. You ready for it? You have to translate those registered voters to become voters. Okay? That's the problem. I mean, that is the problem. I don't care if you're a Republican or if you're a Democrat. Now, now here's how I'm going to read this. Okay? I, I pulled some of this data. Collin County, Hayes County, Fort Bend County. Those were some of the biggest additions. Now, now you can argue that, that over in Fort Bend County near Houston, uh, there there's some tight congressional races going on there and some tight house races going on there between some Republicans and Democrats. But I, I, in my heart, I feel like you're never going to get those to change over, not anytime soon, from Republican to Democrat. Although they're doing a very good job of getting out and block walking and talking to people and you know, meeting some folks out there. I know of some of the candidates from both parties over there in Fort Bend County. However, Collin County, that's Paxton country. Write it off. You know, forget it. It's going to stay Republican no matter what. It's not going anywhere. And I think, and this is what my heart tells me and what the data tells me, I think looking at this, <clears throat> as you're looking at this, from, from an outsider looking in, you're looking that those votes would be 100% for Ted Cruz. Nearly 100%. Uh, you, you just don't see them switching out, running out. You know, Collin County, if you've ever been to Collin County, those are not the kind of folks that run out there and say, I'm going to go vote for Beto. Okay, those are not your kind of people. Beto, those are not your kind of people. I, I don't think they, they signed up to vote for you. I would say most of them will probably swing Republican. Hayes County, man, that's a dichotomous county. I mean, it, right? I mean, it's a dichotomous county, right? I mean, it could go, 
left or right, middle of the road, liberal, conservative, Democrat, Republican, and that could go either way. I mean, who who knows? I mean, here's why I say that. You have a lot of grannies and a lot of grampies move in there, right? I'm going to vote Republican. Okay. Hayes County. Then you have a lot of hipsters going out there to, what is it, Texas State now. They, they a lot of hipsters going out there. I got to go vote for Beto. Okay. Beto is cool. He said shit. You know, so, I mean, you're going to have to figure <laughs> figure this out, right? So, so Hayes County is six and one, half a dozen on the other. Fort Bend County, man, you know, that that's a tough one, too, because, again, Fort Bend County has one of the highest concentrations of Indians, like from India, not Native Americans. They come from India, and a lot of foreigners moving in there, so... Where do you go look at that, right? I mean, how how does all that play out? I, I do think Bear County. Bear County, I think, is looking to send a message. I think Bear County is looking to say, hey, you know what? We we put up with you, Carlos Shuri, Steve, for a while now, and... You know what? You, you used us. You abused us. You took us, you know, for what we were and see you later. And I think this Flores election kind of proves that. Um, yeah, we, we've been out talking to people. You know, we've, we've just been out talking to people. And it really seems like, uh, you know, some really hardcore Democrat districts in San Antonio swung Republican in that special election. Uh, Zarzamora Street leaned a little bit more Republican this year in this special election. Um, you know, looking at the deep south side, Brooks, for old Brooks Air Force Base, Military Drive, Goliad, that deep south San Antonio, some of those neighborhoods really swung deeply. They, they, they swung to the, to the right side this time around. I think it was more of the Hispanic voters... The educated Hispanic voters saying, I don't care. You're not going to use me. And I think if Texas Democrats were smart, which I'm not saying they are, but if they were smart, they would put them a viable candidate. And that's my argument with Texas Democrats. Okay, the Texas Democrats are not giving the Democrats a candidate to really get behind. If you don't believe me, look at it. If you don't believe me, look at the data. The data, the raw data, not from... Politico or whoever, you know, you get it from, whether Texas Tribune or, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Wherever you pull your data from, you can make that data look however you want. But if you get it directly from the Secretary of State's office and you just look at this raw data, this tells you, you can argue redistricting lines, whatever, but this raw data tells you that it looks like the Hispanic voters were telling the Democrat Party, we are no longer your puppet. 
just like they did back in the day with in Duval County with with George Parr and Archer Parr and all of them back in the day in South Texas in Duval County the Hispanic voters are standing up to say we're no longer your democratic puppet and I'm sorry to say this but until the Democrats in Texas figure out what the hell they're going to do, whether they're going to follow their Texas roots and their Texas based, their Texas based, or are they going to run with the national philosophy of homosexual, far left wingers, bang the drum, uh, you know, environmental Nazis, you know, that whole bridge, okay? Uh, not saying they're right or wrong, but but are, are, are the Texas Democrats going to run with that far left wing national agenda? Are they going to come back here to the middle and give a Texas Democrat a damn candidate they can vote for? Like Mike Collier. If you are a Democrat, you could get behind Mike Collier. If you are a Republican, you could probably get behind Mike Collier. Leading me into my discussion here about property taxes. The point proven here is you can get 10 million people to register to vote. If they don't show up on election day on November 6th or they don't cast an early ballot, them registered votes didn't do you jack. And I mean it. I don't care whether you're a Democrat or Republican. If these registered People want to get out and they want to vote for Ted Cruz because I'm cruising for Cruz. Or they want to go out and they want to beat the drum for Beto O'Rourke. The truth of the matter is, those registered voters don't do you jack until you are at that voting booth or you cast your ballot. So, the problem here is, get your ass out to vote. That simple. Because guess what? In Texas, man, I could go on a rant like this for hours. In Texas, we have some lazy-ass people when it comes to voting. We love our politics, and we all have an opinion, but we have some of the laziest-ass voters in the country. We all want an opinion. Well, by God, I'm going to tell you what I think, but you're too damn lazy to go to the polls on 12 hours every other year. I don't like my property taxes going up. Well, do something about it, damn it. Do something about it. Go vote. Enough. So, now, now that I'm off that rant, now that I am, I'm off of it. I'm off of it. Now that I'm off that rant, let's talk a little bit about property taxes. We all know property taxes have gone through the roof. We watched the debate last Friday. I hope you watched the debate last Friday and you didn't just you're not just planning on going in there and hitting your little straight ticket Republican ticket, which I think should be outlawed because that just creates a dumbass voter. See, I will tell you things that they won't tell you on the mainstream news. I will tell you things that they will not tell you. You are a dumbass if you go in there and you hit one 
one chad. Okay. I'm gonna hit old Democrat. I'm gonna hit old Republican. That that vote should just be cast out, dumbass. They should just tape it and stamp dumbass. Written all over that. Because that's what it boils down to. If you don't have the sense to vote an issue and you're just voting a party, you're a dumbass. That ought to be a provisional ballot. I'm going to say that again. If you walk in there and all you do is hit one little button, Republican, Democrat, you are a registered fool. Because you don't know the issues. You're just voting. I've always registered a Republican. I live up here in Archer County, Texas. I've been a Republican for 47 years. Ever since I could vote. That's good. At least you're voting. But now that vote goes to the bottom of the pile. Because guess what? You really don't know. You don't know what either of these tax plans that I'm looking at right in front of me say. Because you're politically blinded. Because you are politically blinded idiot. You don't know what either one of these tax plans that I have in front of me say. And if I took... If I took a magic marker and I cut... Mike Collier's name off of every single one of them, and I cut Dan Patrick or cut Greg Abbott's name off of his tax plan, and I just typed them out verbatim, word for word, and I set them down in front of you. You'd look at these and say, "Hmm, I don't know which I like better. They're both pretty damn good plans." But then you look at it and I say, "Oh, well, this one you like this one pretty good. That's Greg Abbott's." Like, I can't vote for that plan. That's, I can't vote for him. That's Republican. And then I show you, well, this is Mike Collier's tax plan. I can't vote for that. That's a Democrat. Satan won't turn me all Muslim. It's true. It's true. Don't argue with me. It's true. You know it's true. Because each one of these damn tax plans have some good in it. A lot of good. Okay, I'm going to be a realist with you here. We watched that debate the other night, and I hope you did too. We watched that debate the other night, Friday night. Okay, Abbott, go to my website, and there's a whole tax plan laid out there, a 34-page PDF and all this and that. Okay, true. Loopy? Loopy showed us how loopy loopy really is. Okay? I'm the only candidate on this stage that knows anything about it. You do? There's nothing on your website about it. You have no plan. You don't know, Loopy. You don't know. You know about as much about fixing the damn tax problem in this state as Dan Patrick does. At least Dan Patrick knows you have to convince people that you know something about it. 
Lieutenant Governor for Dan, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, and I'm going to use this as an example, was elected to the Texas Senate back in 2006. He was he ran on a platform of reducing property taxes. Okay. The minute Dan Patrick was sworn in, that shit went out the window. Property taxes went up. That is a fact. You can go back and look at it. He was re-elected in 2010, again, telling the voters of this state that he would lower property taxes. And they just kept going up. Am I lying? There's going to be people out there that say, well, I don't know, Matt. I got to go look at this. I don't know. Look at the tax rolls in this state. Property taxes have continued to go up because Dan Patrick does not know how to fix it. Furthermore, Dan Patrick don't give a shit. Dan Patrick does not care. Why? Because... Here you go, Dan. Here you go, Dan. Here's a here's a check from my church. Here you go, Dan. Dan, we gotta keep abortion legal, illegal. We gotta keep abortion legal. Dan, we gotta keep them queers out them bathrooms. I don't want no queers up in my bathroom. Here you go. Here's your check, Dan. Dan, I don't know, but whatever you're doing, praise be to God, you're doing it. Keep them homosexuals out of my child's bathroom. Here's your chit. Special interest Dan. That's what we're going to start calling him. Special interest Dan. Dan Patrick sold out to conservative Christian, right-wing Republican, straight white, scared American males. That is the absolute truth. He did not, Matt. He did not. He did. Can you prove to me otherwise he did not? In 2014, he was elected lieutenant governor, promising to reduce property taxes yet again. Yet here we are in 2018, going into 2019. Well, well, Matt, I've passed a lot of bills for the property tax owner and, and all this. You know what? You know what? You passed a budget that calls for property taxes, school property taxes, to increase... $6.9 billion in 2018-29 budget. And then you cut state funding, the state state funding that we give to schools, $660 million. So you raise the spending to $6.9 billion, cut the state spending by $660 million. Guess what? Where's that money going to come from? You got Dan Patrick to thank for that. And the equal and uniform loophole that I've talked so much about remains wide open. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. And, and I know I'm going to piss some people off. There's some, there's some Patrick loyalists out there. I'm going to piss some people off by saying this. But he's failing miserably when it comes to his keystone issue. Because... Damn, I got to keep them homosexuals out of them bathrooms. Well, guess what? You want to know the God's honest truth? Not a damn person in the state of Texas was given one shit 
about where you go and take a piss if you're a homosexual. Not one person in the state of Texas before this last legislative session gave two shits about where you took a piss. That is a fact. All of a sudden, we got to get these social reform issues on the ballot, Dan. You really don't. You take your social reform bandwagon and take that son of a straight to hell. Take that social reform bandwagon straight to hell. You and your West Houston flipping idiots that vote for you, take that social reform bandwagon straight to hell. Because most of us who live out here outside of your little West Houston Tomball area don't give two shits about it. We're sitting here taking it up the ass in property taxes, and guess what? Ain't a damn word you're mentioning about it other than I'm going to fix it. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to fix it. You ain't done shit. And you ain't going to do shit. Call me partisan. Call me a liberal Democrat, whatever. I'll tell you how I'm going to vote. For governor, I'm going to vote for Dan Patrick. For lieutenant governor, I'm going to vote for Mike Collier. For Senate, I'm going to vote Beto O'Rourke. For District tw- Congressional District 27, I'm going to vote for Michael Cloud. I'll tell you how I'm going to vote. There's my endorsements right there. Don't believe me? If I could, I'd take a damn picture of my ballot. I don't care. I'm not stupid. Call me whatever you want. But these are the facts. And Dan Patrick hides from the media and caters to his churches. No, no, I would not vote for Kim Paxton. No. David asked me if I would vote for Kim Paxton. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. I I think Kim Paxton is probably one of the most corrupted individuals in this state. Yeah. Who? Yeah, Sid Miller. Damn right. Yeah, I'd vote for Sid Miller. Yeah, Sid Miller's got my vote. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's a Republican. Dave asked me who I would vote for 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 Ag Commissioner. Sid Miller. Yeah, absolutely. Have you seen this clown that he's up against? She knows nothing. I mean, she knows absolutely nothing. She's an absolute clown. Does anybody even know her name? But yeah, I'd vote for Sid Miller. Yeah, (laughs) of course we do. But but it's true. I'd vote for Sid Miller. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, back to these property taxes. Okay? Back to these property taxes. Okay, let's look. And I'm going to break these down in the few minutes that I have left. Some property owners just do not pay their fair share of taxes. And everyone else, you and I, have to pick up the tab. That's called the Equal and Uniform Law. Okay? That was passed back in 1997. 
that allows owners of large industrial and commercial properties to sue appraisal districts and reduce their taxes below fair market value. They end up paying less taxes. Back in 2006, the largest appraisal districts in the state estimated that owners of these large corporate industrial properties were paying, were underpaying their taxes by $4 billion a year. So, so in reality, if you look at this, you're getting hit twice on property taxes. We as Texas property owners are paying more for schools because the state is withdrawing their support and we taxpayers are picking up the tab for property owners who are not paying their fair share. Refineries, big retail establishments, huge businesses, you name it, they're not paying their fair share of taxes. And you and I are getting stuck with the bill. You and I are getting stuck with the bill, okay? Texans have every right to be furious about this. But we can't always point the finger at our local school board. We've seen that school boards are holding the line on spending. We know that. The reason property taxes are skyrocketing in the state of Texas is clear. The state is exploiting rising property tax values as a lame excuse to cut funding. And the state, Texas, the legislature, is allowing these owners of these large commercial properties to not pay their fair share. Mike Collier wants to repair that. Okay? Mike Collier wants to do away with that. Now... Man, if I could get... This is what I'm going to say. Greg Abbott and Mike Collier could work together with the ledge and figure this shit out. Because they are united for a common goal. You don't have a de-uniter, whatever the word might be. You don't have a Dan Patrick standing in the way Beating his chest. Social issues! Social issues! Social issues! You've got two people who are very smart that can fix the problem. Because I'm going to be honest, Greg Abbott, his plan is solid. Since 1997, property tax collections have increased 195%. Greg Abbott wants to establish a property tax growth cap of 2.5% a year. Governor Abbott, when was it last year, during the ledge, he said we need serious property tax reform with a real revenue cap. He tried to get that through there. It was passed in Senate Bill 1 um, during, uh, was it the special session that went through? I think it was. It was debated by both the House and Senate, and it was passed during the most recent special session. So, so 85R or 85S. Uh, the revenue cap and these rollbacks, these rollback rates, could work together and protect property taxes, protect, pr- protect property owners from unreasonable increases. That is the Patrick or the the Abbott plan. He would also require 
appraisal directors to be locally elected officials, such as an incumbent county commissioner, a city councilman, school board members, whatever, whatever, whatever. He would require them to serve as the directors of these appraisal districts. Not a bad idea. Abbott's on point with his plan. In addition to that, he wants to improve the rights of property owners in the state, uh, the, the appraisal process, and the property tax appraisal protest process. He wants to, to, to revamp that. He also wants local governments to be more transparent about their local debt when it comes to bonds. So he wants the voters to be informed. Again, going back to that circle, Greg Abbott wants you to be an informed voter. He wants you to know the amount of debt currently outstanding, current debt service payments, current per capita debt obligations, and he wants you to know the amount of new debt being proposed, what that debt service will cost, and the per capita burden being proposed. In other words, how much is it going to cost each property taxpayer? And before you can issue new debt, new 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 debt, right? It's going to have to go before the voters and you're going to have to get a super majority vote, two-thirds vote to get it. There is nothing wrong with Greg Abbott's plan. Nothing. Nothing at all. But there is a problem with it. He's got my social agenda, Dan Patrick, standing in the way. And you can get pissed off at me all you want and say, you're just hating on him. Yes, I am. Yes, 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 I am. You're a liberal Democrat. You're a communist. Okay, I can hear it now. I, I can hear it now. I hear it. Look, my ears are already burning. You're a communist. You hate Dan Patrick. You ain't a Christian. Well, I go to an Episcopal church every Sunday morning. I read my Bible every morning. I believe in God. Okay? So stick it. Maybe I'm not the best Christian, but neither are you. If you say I'm going to hell for opposing Dan Patrick, see ya. I'll meet you there. But the truth is, Dan Patrick's a very, very good talker and an extremely good showman. And he can justify, and he has justified to you numerous times, shifting the blame. This is an anti-Dan Patrick platform today. And if you're going to sit there and you're going to say, Well, God dog it, Matt. You're just beating on this man with no evidence. The evidence is there. Go back and look at the agenda for 85R and 85S. It's there. You're hating on Dan. You're right. I'm hating on Mr. Goeb. Yeah, you're right. You're exactly right. Because he is a liar. That's what he is. Dan Patrick has lied to the Texas people for too long when it comes to property. Well, my God, Matt, he loaded four bus loads of people, took them to Austin, and they got off a bus, and the Democrats grandstanded them. Let me tell you something. That son of a never intended to take care of property taxes. Never once intended to take care of property taxes. 
I beg to differ with you, Matt. I, I swear he did. Why hasn't he done it? Well, the Democrats keep blocking him. No, they did not. No, they did not. It's time you freaking people wake up. The Democrats have not been... Guess what? Yes, they did. No, they did not. Dan Patrick has consistently had enough votes in the Senate as lieutenant governor to get what he needs done, done. And there's and he if he ever listens to this, which he probably won't, he'll probably... Well, you just don't know the Texas Senate. Thank you for coming to your Texas Senate. Okay? No, he don't know jack shit about how this works. Because you know why? Most of his Republicans in that Senate could care two shits less about his social reform issues. I'm serious. I was in that chamber numerous times last year covering this this legislature, this circus that we call the ledge. And no joke, some of the most of these Republicans were sitting around like this. What the hell are we voting on this for? What the hell? What? It's true. And the Democrats stand up to fight it. Of course they did. Because you knew that's what was going to spur the conversation on talk radio. And in the paper. Ultimately, you didn't. It was going to get your name mentioned a whole bunch. Well, now on, on this podcast, at least on this episode, it's getting your name mentioned a whole bunch because I'm going to put the whole world out there that the fact is you didn't do jack for the vote for the property tax owner payers in this state. You're going to go back and you're going to say, "Well, we passed a bill, Matt, that that would allow you to go last." And granted, Senator Buckingham's bill was great. Her bill was wonderful. It gives you the option to go last. That's a fantastic bill. Well, I appointed a select committee headed up by a tax assessor who this Senate Select Committee on Property Tax Reform hasn't done jack shit. That's the truth. Well, we're trying to ease the burden, trying to make it easier, streamline it, digitalize the process. Okay, you are, here's the thing, you have not created anything that's going to tell me how you're going to lower my property taxes, nor anybody else's property taxes in this state. Well, it's going to make it easier for you to appeal and for you to get information. It's not that damn hard as it is. It's just not that damn difficult, guys. So, with that being said, I'm going to tell you right now, unless something drastic changes, I'm going to vote Greg Abbott for governor, Mike Collier for lieutenant governor. That's going to be my governor and lieutenant governor ticket right there. Because you know what? I think these two plans working together are absolutely fantastic plans. If you don't believe that, go to 
Greg Abbott's website and go to Mike Collier's website. Print them off. Put them side by side. That's a, that's a solution to property taxes if I ever saw it. Without a state income tax. Sure. So, all right. So, you got to get out to vote. I don't care who you vote for. You can think I'm absolutely wrong. You can think I'm batshit crazy. I don't care. But get out and vote. And don't, do not vote straight ticket. Do not. Do yourself a favor and be an informed, smart, educated voter. I'm Matt Briscoe. The website, mattbriscoetexas.com. Check it out. And as always, thanks to our sponsors, Newman and Rodriguez Law Firm, Houston, Texas, www.newmanandrodriguez.com, civil, criminal, family, and defense. They are all over the chart there. There's some great people. We love them. They, they help keep the lights on here. Hey, I want you to go out there, be an informed voter, be a smart voter, be a wise voter. Have a great day. Newman and Rodriguez Law Firm, www.newmanandrodriguez.com. Again, I'm Matt Briscoe. Have a great rest of your day week. Whatever it is, we'll talk to you next week. Take care, everybody.